Encore.com. It is a technological world, and Blaine Kylo, Vancouver's best dad, is here um, on the shift. Now, normally we would talk about gaming first, but I want to talk about technology first because um, this is sort of what we were talking about with the phones and stuff leading into this. Hey, Blainer. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm really good. Things are uh, things are well. I used to be able to tell you when the new keynotes were coming with all the new technology. I would look forward to it all week. There was times I remember where I'd drive and I would stream it in the car while I was driving just so I could listen. But I don't even know anymore. It happened. I saw it came across the news feed and I was like, oh, new phones. I, I can't be the only one that's losing the luster here. Well, you know, it's it's been a while since Steve Jobs wowed everybody with the first iPhone, and it's true that because we get new phones, whether it's Samsung or it's Google or it's Motorola or it's Apple, we're getting new devices annually now, and it's not reasonable to expect that every year there's going to be something groundbreaking introduced. Um but Apple introduced four new phones today, three new Apple Watches, and new AirPod Pros. Um, and while not every one of those devices is groundbreaking, there were some interesting things that Apple is bringing to their various devices that mm. we learned about for the first time today. Okay. So um, my favorite of all the exciting things, this is maybe... Uh, it might be a sign of where I'm at in life, but I'm most excited about the ability to unread text messages and <laughs> organize them better. I think that's the most awesome of all the things. What did you want to share? Yeah, that's a simple software thing that will be coming with the new iOS. Um, if you want to talk about the hardware things that are coming to the iPhone 14 models, um, one of the most interesting is the ability to make emergency SOS calls via satellite with your iPhone 14 models. So if you find yourself off the grid, if you're in the middle of nowhere, and we're in Canada, there are lots of people who are in the middle of nowhere at various times and are not connected to cell towers. If you're in trouble, you can use your iPhone 14 to triangulate off of a satellite and be able to uh, connect to emergency response if you need to. So that is something that will be coming to U.S. and Canadian iPhone 14s later in November. And that's two, Apple's giving everybody two years of that service for free. No mention about what will happen with it later, but I su suspect that maybe it's a subscription if you need it. And the other thing that was really cool that is hardware is coming to the iPhone 14 Pro models. There's two of those. There's the Pro and there's the Pro Max. Now, when we went to these full screen devices, one of the, the sort of things that we had to put up with was little notch for the front facing cameras that have to be on the front of the phones. There's no way to get around having that there. So what Apple designers have done is they've come up with what they're calling dynamic island. And it's actually using the space around the notch to present and deliver notifications and alerts that are very contextual. So if you've got a call coming in, you'll get a little notification in that area around that notch that shows you who's calling if you're connecting to your new AirPods Pro, you'll get a little icon of the the 
AirPods up there and it'll give you a reading of how much battery power is left on those. If you're playing music, it'll give you a little readout about what artist you're playing and what level the sound is at. It's a way that the Apple designers have taken something that is kind of a pain, the notch that just gets in the way of everything, and turns it into something that is actually useful and makes use of space that otherwise was just going to be a waste. It is kind of a neat way to do it. I, although contrary, Blaine, I have to say it doesn't have to be there because if we didn't have to have selfies, we probably could survive without it. <laughs> really. You know, but it's not, it's not, FaceTime, it's not really. just, it, it exactly, Zoom, it's not just all selfies. that stuff. Yeah. So, so just let me blame selfies. Past that. You can <laughs> let me blame, blame the selfie. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Thank you. All right. For that. Um, what else has you excited about this, Blaine? Cause you like the technology. You like the, the, the fun, cool things. Is there one little thing here that really gets you that really has you, you know, uh, turned up about? I mean, and just to be clear, the emergency SOS stuff, it's not like you slip and uh, drop your phone in the bathroom. It's going to call 911. It is set up with some proxy to make sure that uh, that doesn't happen. But at the same time, uh, kind of cool. So is there anything really that's, um, that's got you excited here. Um, you know, there's, 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 there's the engraving. There's some of the other environmental stuff. Yeah. I, I think the, it, if I'm going to mention one more thing, it's going to be the new Apple Watch Ultra, which is a new device entirely. And this is Apple going after some of the hardcore extreme adventure, um, environmental people. So the Apple Watch Ultra, it's a bigger watch. It has, um, a bigger frame to it. It's designed to be able to go minus 20 degrees Celsius or 50 degrees above zero. It's designed to go a hundred meters underwater. This is a watch that is designed for the hardcore outdoor people. And it's actually going after sort of the, the people who would normally get a Garmin type watch that does serious GPS breadcrumbing. Um, that's really the market that Apple is going after with the watch ultra. It costs $1,100 uh, Canadian, but if you take a look at what a diving computer watch w costs, or if you're actually looking at one of these high power GPS watches from Garmin, uh, $1,100 is a fraction of that price. And the Apple Watch Ultra does all of those things. It is literally a diving computer on your on your wrist, which is something that has not happened before. So a new market Apple's going after with a pretty cool little device. Uh, cool. All right, there we go. Blaine Kylo, check it out. Um, with all of the new, there's a big long list of things here. We're only touching on a chunk of them. There's more to be had because... The list was long, that's for sure. Okay, so now off to the gaming things, Blaine Kylo. Solocore.com, by the way, that link for the article in the blog, uh, blog post will be posted at shiftheads.ca. The, you have on here some more gaming things, but it's kind of Apple related with the arcade. Seems like a natural segue. Yeah, Apple Arcade, this is the subscription service that you can get independently or as part of an Apple One bundle of services. Uh, they've got new games coming out every month, and a couple of the new games I thought were a nice tie-in with today's announcement of the new iPhones and Apple Watches. Tom Hanks has become a game producer. This is the actor, of course, and he's now a game producer. His company has come up with Hanks 101 Trivia, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a quiz game uh, that 
sort of walks you through a whole bunch of different trivia questions. Now, this is not trivia about Mr. Hanks. This is a more generic trivia uh, quiz app that tests facts about uh, celebrities, sports, politics, and things like that. What makes it a Hanks app is that you get his voice on the app cheering you on by saying things like, way to go, and you're looking good when you get your answers right. It's uh, it's a curiosity more than anything, but if you like to answer trivia-type questions, it's uh, good for a laugh. Well, that sounds fun. At least stay a little playful is all right. Yeah, the better the better option actually is something that's more of an adventure game. It's called Grease. It's published by Devolver Digital. It was actually originally released for the Nintendo Switch in 2018, um, and is now coming to Apple Arcade. So if you've got a subscription to Apple Arcade, this is now free to play. It's a platforming adventure game, but it's really elevated by the art design and by the the score, the music that's in it. Um, it it's got really evokes feelings of grief and melancholy and hope and wonder at the same time. It's quite a lovely little adventure now available on Apple Arcade. Generationally speaking, we've all gone through these eras of our lives where movies and TV shows reflected what we've gone through. You know, we saw in the 70s, we saw Three's Company and we saw MASH and we saw all those things where it's reflected back on a forward on times that people looked forward to, changing times in the 80s, 70s, and 80s, and then, of course, the reflections of the Korean War and all those things. Fast forward, we get into the 90s, and then you get Friends and this sort of the, these TV shows that were about life experiences that people were going through. In today's generation, though, and looking forward in today's generation, there's this chunk of people that have been playing video games for 20 years. And I mean, like the, the, the fancier video games versus my era of arcade. Now, some of my arcade movies or games have become movies. There's a lot of storylines from these video games that many people have grown up with for a very long time, Blaine Kylo. They're starting to get adapted to be turned into real life TV shows so that storyline can continue. What do you got? Yeah, there's a couple of things happening here, I think. And one is that it, it, it's always been true that making TV and movies based on existing intellectual property or IP, it's always been easier. It's familiar to people, so it's easier to have people understand, well, it came from a Stephen King book. Stephen King's got a whole bunch of people reading those books. Well, you've got a built-in audience for an adaptation of one of those books into a movie. And it's just true that there are lots of people playing lots of video games, and so you've got built-in audiences for these things. Netflix is trying to really capitalize on this. So they might have canceled their Resident Evil series after only one season, but The Witcher is heading into a third season. The animated Castlevania adaptation ran for four seasons and is getting a spin-off. Uh, the Canadian-developed Cuphead platforming game has got a 10-episode kid-friendly series airing right now that seems to be tracking well. Netflix isn't done. They're taking Bioshock and making it into a film with a script from Michael Green and direction from Francis Lawrence. And last week, we found out that Horizon Zero Dawn, which is another black blockbuster franchise, Netflix is actually wanting to turn it into a series. And so Steve Blackman, who's been show running the Umbrella Academy, is co-creating a Horizon Zero Dawn series 
for Netflix. So a bunch of new things coming and not to be outdone cyberpunk edge runners, which is an adult animated series uh, actually premieres next week on Netflix. And so all kinds of things on top of the last of us coming to HBO, Sony's God of war is coming to Amazon prime and even twisted metal, which is crazy driving game. Um, they completed filming of season one for Peacock last week. So lots of video game stuff coming to the small screen. Look forward to it and get used to it as well, because generationally speaking, that's how people have grown up now. Cool. Blaine Kylo, West Coast's best dad. Technological world. Thanks for being here, buddy. Of course. I look forward to talking to you again next week.